Hello and welcome to episode number 72 of the Hobbies and Happiness podcast, where we talk all about the hobby that makes us happy, tabletop gaming. I'm one of your hosts, Dan. And I'm Jim, and today we're going over my future. That is an interesting way to, to, to open up the show, Jim. Tell me I'm wrong, Dan. <laughs> I, I mean, you're you're not you're not really wrong. Kind of, kind of our future, I, I guess. Kind of kind our of, future. Kind of, yeah. yeah. So, um, what we're talking about? We're we're talking about our investors. Good for the trading card game space oh, and the card man. game space in general. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, before we get into it, we're going to talk about our sponsor. If you head over to our affiliate link, www.audibletrial.com forward slash happiness and happiness, sign up for a free thirty day trial of Amazon Audible. That's right. Amazon's Audible is an audiobook service where you get a one free credit every month to uh, to to add an audiobook of your choice on the store to your account. You know what? Uh, audiobooks are a fantastic way to honestly listen to on your commute when you don't have a podcast to listen to. You know, so, some podcasts like ours um, are um, weekly, and some podcasts are bi-weekly, but like ours, you've got one episode a week. What do you do for the other days of the week where you don't have a podcast to listen to? You don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> you, you listen to an audiobook. That's what you do. So if you head over to our affiliate link, again, www.audibletrial.com forward slash hobbies and happiness, you can sign up for your free 30-day trial. If you don't like the service, you can cancel before the end of that 30 days, but you get to keep your free book. That's right. You still get to keep that book. And if your name is on Prime member, you actually get two free books added to your account. So head over to our affiliate link, audibletrial.com forward slash hobbies and happiness. Sign up for your free 30-day trial today. All right. Jim's doing a lot of yawning already. It's been a long day, Dan. <laughs> but I'm ready. Yeah, this this is so so we start we we started talking about this a little bit beforehand, <laughs> before we started recording. And like come to find out, we have a lot of thoughts. Yeah. Like, screw it, let's just yeah. let's just do it. Yeah. Well, we're gonna do it live. We're just we are gonna talk about it. So the th- funny thing, right, before we start, the yeah. funny thing was uh Dan was like, Oh, hey, you wanna talk about this? And I'm like, I could talk a little bit about it. He's like what can you talk a lot about? I'm like, I don't, I have no idea until we get to it. I don't really know. And then like, we started talking about this one thing and like, I started talking and he's like, this is what we're yeah. talking about. <laughs> so, so this topic, um, kind of, kind of gets talked about in the card game space a lot, no matter what game, no matter what game you're yeah. talking about. Normally, like with magic, this comes around. I, re- I remember this topic coming about when Pioneer, right before Pioneer was was an, announced as, as an official format. Yeah. Now, if you're in the magic scene, if you know what's going on with that game, you might recall, you might remember that there were <laughs> folks in the investor space, okay, um, within the magic community who had inside knowledge that this format was going to be a thing. So, and I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Jim, but what I remember is since they knew this format was coming, they knew that there were going to be certain cards that were going to be must-haves for certain decks. And Mm. so I think they... Staples. Yeah, I think they like bought up a lot of the supply of these cards (laughs) because they knew the demand was going to be there for these certain cards. Um, I know it happened for Commander. For Commander, okay. Uh, Painter's Servant. The, okay, the yeah, no yeah. colorless card. Yeah. 
Uh, there was before the card got announced that it was unbanned off the uh, commander oh, format. Yeah, yeah, right. A bunch of them that got sold on a on TCG player. A bunch got picked up. Okay. So that there was definitely some uh, I don't know insider knowledge insider there. trading. Yeah. So, it's, but and, for the other formats, I don't really know exactly. But that one hundred percent happened. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it, it's funny because like we have insider trading laws, right? When it comes to <laughs> stocks, right? And th- and like with card games, you hundred percent you have these secondary markets, which we've uh-huh. talked about at length on the show, right? Yeah. Um, it's just, I mean, the, we have these markets. There are no laws that govern these markets now. And now I'm not saying that I think there should be laws. I'm just pointing out that there, isn't. That there aren't. <laughs> <laughs> and we have laws on the books for like stocks and trading stocks. So yeah. take that for whatever you want, right? Take that for whatever <laughs> it is. It's just, it's inter- to me, it's just interesting. You yep. know, yep. yeah. So okay, it's a good thing Wizards doesn't acknowledge the secondary market, right? Well, ex- except they hundred percent acknowledge it now. <laughs> we're gonna print our own cards. We're gonna no, that's we're... different, Dan. That's different. <laughs> That'll be another topic. Yeah. Of the day. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, uh, so okay. So, but before before we really dig in dig into the meat and potatoes of this, okay, yeah. I think I think it's it's. I think it would behoove us to at least to at least try and define what we mean when we say investors in these card games. Yeah. Okay, number one, number right off the bat, we're not talking about um, the, uh, the 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 like initial investors yeah. of a project, yeah. right? Like uh, you, you've got an idea, you're looking to get your you're looking to get your idea off the ground, and then you go to some hedge funds or whatever, and you just yeah. try to find initial investors to back your project, right? Um, and not even a Kickstarter thing, right? That's that's not that's not those investors are good, hundred percent, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> as as yeah, right. As as long as long as until you got to start meeting quotas, yeah, and yeah, like right, everything's right. for them, right. and how much percent do they own? Do right. they control the business? Right. Yeah. So. So what what we what we specifically mean, um, and and Jim, you you tell you tell me too. But what I when I what I think when I say like investors in the card game space, I I think of um, people who buy a lot of sealed product with the with the explicit um, intent of opening up that product to sell it on the on the open market. Yeah. Okay. Or to hold on to that sealed product and then yeah. sell it at a later time. Yeah. In general, they're buying up product to sell it for a profit. Yeah, they're not even necessarily. That's definitely one form of the investor. They're they're not necessarily even wanting to use the product to play the game. For instance, yeah. they're just in the they are in the space specifically to like a stock market. They're they're essentially treating the that's this market, this market for whatever card game. Excuse me, we're talking about. Yeah. As an avenue of making them money, making them profits. Yeah. That's what I mean when I say investors in the card game space. Mm-hmm. Okay. And in general, I think that's what a lot of people are meaning when they even have these sorts of conversations. Would you agree? Would you disagree? Or do you have hmm. do you think of other things when we say investors there's, in the card game space? There's definitely another form of investor that jumps into mind. It's someone who's buying up a bunch of singles, 
yeah. and kind of just waiting for those cards to go up in value. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, because then at that point, you're also cutting how much supply is out in the market. Yeah. Right. And then those, those people could just be doing that to kind of make a new floor on that card. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, or it's because sometimes the card's just too good competitively and they're like, this could be the next big one. Mm-hmm. Oh, why is this card $3, $4, $7, whatever the number is. That's mm-hmm. like, this card needs to be $20 each copy. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like a going rate for uh, like a bunch of standard cards. Yeah. Um, especially in a bunch of different games, right? Like 20 bucks tends to be a pretty good number. Right. And, um, and so if they see a card that's extremely undervalued, especially in their head, uh, in comparison to what's going on in competitive play, mm-hmm. they're picking up a bunch of this stuff. Mm-hmm. That kind of investor, I guess you could say, could be a bad thing for the game, but it could also be a good thing for the game because they're kind of bringing attention to this card now, mm-hmm. and the people who did also have it before, well, now all of their cards also go up and go up in, in value. In value, right, right. Yeah. But, but. At the end of the day, even that type of investor still has the goal of making a profit, period. And so I I think when we talk about these games, there are two different types of people. You have the investors and the players. The investors, I don't want to say they don't care about the game. Because that I don't think that's it's a different kind of it, care. Cor- exactly. Cor- yeah. Correct. But but their ultimate goal, their ultimate priority is their pocketbook, their wallet, yeah. and they them making a profit. Yeah. The other type of person you have the player who wants to get into the market to get the cards that they want for their deck and then get out. <laughs> yeah. Like that's the two types <laughs> of people that I think you have. And there's plenty of people who like to do both. There's mm-hmm. plenty of people who like to do both. Oh, yeah. However, there are, are 100% you have people who fall in one of those two camps. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I don't really think there's going to be anybody else who is in the, you know, who's kind of even in these games or markets. Yeah. Because especially if it's like well, collector, one game. Well, collector too. I guess, I guess you I guess you could say the collector, but then but then you'd have you'd it have it goes into the investor. It part. does, it does, because you'd have to talk to that person and say, yeah. okay, like what's your goal here? Yeah. Like, and for the most part, I feel like most collectors, like their end goal is to have a have a valuable collection mm-hmm. so that one day they can sell it and make a make profit, yeah. make a good amount of money yeah. on that on that collection. Mm. So yeah, I mean that pretty much falls in line of yeah. the. <laughs> it's just like, is it a long term or, yeah, is, it or is it short term idea? Yeah, exactly, correct. So correct, correct. <laughs> yeah, so 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 I think I, I think we're kind of in agreement here, like yeah. of what we mean. I think what a lot of people mean when they yeah. say investors in the card game space. Yeah, I really don't think there's anything else aside from like you were saying at the mm-hmm. start of the business. You have people backing you. Correct, correct, yeah, correct. Aside from that, uh, these are the bo- right. or both of them. Right. Okay. So, okay. So we've we've handled, we've talked about w- the what. We've defined the terms. Okay. Now, now we need to talk about, and this is where the bulk of it is. Right. <laughs> are inv- are they good? Are they good for the game in general? Okay. So I think I think we can talk about this in a couple of different ways. Right. So. <clears throat> I think I think the first thing that immediately jumps to mind is are investors good for the health, for the overall health mm. of a collectible card game or a trading card game? Ooh. I so initially <laughs> initially I say yes. Okay. Uh, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! 
in general, I think my answer is going to be yes on just about every front. There's one thing where I think it's, uh, there's one thing where I would say it's not good for the game, but that is going to be in a very specific context. And we'll touch on that here in a little bit. Okay. But I think overall for the health of the game, I think investors are good for a couple of reasons. Okay. The, the biggest thing that I would say is going to be um, publicity. Okay. Mm. That's, that's where I think the biggest positive is, is going to be right. Because I mean, what's, what, what is one thing that all of these card games need? Right. And we, we, we talked, we <laughs> talked about this in, in like our success, you know, keys for a successful uh, card game. Right. Well, yeah, players, players and people need to know about it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, I mean, talk, say what you will about Pokemon, but even people who don't play Pokemon, know about Pokemon. they know about Pokemon <laughs> and they know the shadowless Charizard. <laughs> they know how they expensive know like Charizard so can be. The same thing with Black Lotus. Exactly. If, if ever people are like, oh, you play Magic? Do you have a Black Lotus? <sighs> no. Not yeah. a lot of people yeah. have a Black Lotus. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but one day, one day yeah, I'm going to get day. it. <laughs> one day we're going to get it. Well, you know what, Jim? Or he's we, gonna have a playset. We we could just go buy uh, the new. Uh, oh, that's right. <laughs> if you guys are interested in buying a Black Lotus, follow our link. Yeah. We don't have a link. We don't have a link. Now you can just go buy a two hundred fifty dollars booster pack with the with the hopes of getting yeah, a, a chance, a, right? A proxy. I didn't even. It's not okay. All right, it's not really. A, it's a collector edition one. Right, but it's not legal. It's not legal in any uh, in any official format. Yeah, but it's which is what which is which is why I think they're calling it a proxy. Oh, are they? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Because all of those cards, all those cards that are on the reserve list that they printed in there, are not legal in any yeah. in any competitive or le- or real format. <laughs> right, right. So any competitive tournaments. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So because of that, it would. I, 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 guess, I mean, I guess I would technically be considered a proxy. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, because it's like, it's not a proxy card when we think about, I guess, tend to think about what we consider proxy cards because it's also an official card made by them. But that's, n- but that's not what makes a proxy a proxy. Huh. What makes a proxy a proxy is whether or not it's legal in competitive play, in tournaments, in tournament play. So at that point, all the banned cards are all proxies no i i guess i guess based off of that definition then then yes but so then i guess no 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 no, right right that that's what i'm saying (laughs) yeah that's what i'm saying is based off of that definition yeah banned cards would be quote proxy but but they're not but regardless i mean this 100 percent is a proxy because it's not legal in literally anything yeah but neither is charizard Charizard. What's Charizard? Oh, it's the card that allows you to play a mini game inside the game. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not legal in any format. Right. So... Dude, it's take, also not even take it, legal take, in Commander. Take, take it up with literally everyone in the Magic community who's calling <laughs> all call of these cards. Proxy 100%. Cards? 100%. <laughs> Guys, it's... But it is. It 100% is a proxy. Uh, Tell Like... I mean, I literally what? just went over how it's not. So, no, like, I can't see it no, being a proxy. No, what, 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 what you said, what you said was you were you you were comparing it to banned cards. Yes. Correct. Yes. Okay. So give me give me another give me another argument that says it's not a proxy. 
Because I mean, because what's a proxy? What makes a proxy a proxy? That that's the that's kind of what I was thinking. If it's not an official card made from Wizards of the Coast, that is not what a that's not what a proxy is. Okay, then I don't know exactly what a proxy is. All right. I mean, I <laughs> that's my def. Like, if we're talking about proxies in this game, something that's not made by Wizards of the Coast but is what I'm thinking it is. That's not what a proxy is. All right, then I need you to inform me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let, let me see. Let me see what. Let me see what I can find. Uh, what is a proxy card defi- <laughs> definition? Uh, all right. It's it's a so, so okay. According to Wikipedia, okay, I, I I don't have the time to like really to re- to really dig into this here. A proxy. <laughs> A proxy card is an easily acquired or homemade substitute for a collectible card. A proxy is, uh, is used when a collectible card game player does not own a card, and it would be impractical for such pur- for such purposes to acquire the card. That's again, this is according to Wikipedia, yeah. and you never use Wikipedia for a source for like literally anything. Um, but again, there's so many, and there's so many um, kind of different lines here. Because, all right, so, yeah, like, I don't, and so what are you considering a proxy, again, or, like, what, your, what you think your definition is? I don't necessarily have a definition okay. for a proxy. Okay. But, what, but what I was saying is it, a proxy is not legal in, um, in competitive or tournament play. Right. And I'm not, so, and, and so you, you, you kind of took the flip side of that argument, right? You were saying if it's a proxy, because, because, um, because banned cards are not legal in tournament play, yeah. banned cards must be proxies. No, no, that's 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 an that that's a uh, oh, crap. That that's a uh, it's an it's a form of logic that does. I'm trying to remember what what the term is, but you know. you can't apply that um, equal. Those do not equal one another. Because so yeah so I'm I'm getting all flustered here. <laughs> I mean, like, I literally don't know what a proxy is, like definition proxy. I don't know what it is. I don't think there is no, there is no, um, I don't think there is a one single definition of what a proxy is. Aren't proxy servers a thing as well? Proxy servers? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know what that is exactly. I don't know what that is. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. But you cannot play these cards in competitive formats. Right or, or in in competitive tournaments right. and tournament but play, but I don't know. They're if not that's legal, partially because it's not specifically made from that. Has it again? It has nothing. I to don't do see with how that. it doesn't though. You don't, okay? But based off of what though? Based off what? I mean, kind of what I was already saying about what I think a proxy is. Like you were saying, there's no definition for it. That's why I'm saying why I think if it's anything out made outside of Wizards of the Coast, then. I believe since all of those aren't playable in tournaments at that point. Okay. okay now do the walking dead cards, the walking dead secret layers. Uh, didn't wizards make those? They did. They're not legal. They're not legal in, uh, in competitive play. Also specific rule. No, those are legal in, uh, legacy. They're not legal in every form in legacy. Okay. But they're not legal in every other format. Uh, yeah, because of based upon the rules of modern and standard, but it's, it, it's legal in Legacy and Vintage, though. But it's it's an official card made by Wizards of the Coast, right? Exactly, but it's still playable in tournaments. Not every 
not every tournament. The tournament, it's legal. The the format, it's now, do legal the, in. The Street Fighter ones. Are the Street Fighter ones legal in? Legal are, those, in uh, are those Silver le- Border? I don't know. No, they're not Silver Border. Uh, I believe they still are and, because... And I believe... And hood, I believe... Well, I mean, the Hadouken one is Lightning Bolt. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. That is. But that's... I think I think that's the only one we got off on a humongous team. And also, I don't, I don't believe those are proxy cards... Those are just new cards in the game, but I don't know if they're uh, again, playable in those in Legacy or not. Right. So, so, so um, let, me, let me try to find this here. Black, Black Lotus thirtieth. Oh, come on, thirtieth. We're dead air, dead air, Jim, dead freaking air. <laughs> No, this it's this is black. This is a black border. Yeah, the black lotus. The black lotus is is black border. This is the one from the whatever the latest correct, that is. Correct, and it's banned in everything and not legal in yeah, everything. It's, it's I believe the back side of it has that gold border like the other collection cards. It no. does not. No. Oh, wait, say that again. So the other collector cards that were made a bunch of years ago on the the back of them, it has a gold border frame. You mean on the ba- on the back of the card or I the believe. front? I think there's, there's I thought it was both. The there's, no, it's not. Okay. At least, at least what I'm looking at it in, okay. in general. But or the old ones, I I believe have gold border on the front and gold border on the back, and it says collector edition uh, written on it. Yeah, not 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 in the thirtieth anniversary right, not, one. Not the at least, at le- again, at least what I see. Okay. Yeah. So okay. A humongous tangent here. I don't know how the heck we got off on this. But in general, I have heard from everything that I've seen, people have called this, that product, that $1,000 mm-hmm. product is proxy cards. Mm. Because they're not legal and you can't play them in anything. Mm. So that's what I, that is the basis that I am going on. Yeah, I, I just wouldn't agree with that idea you 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 take take it up take that up with the entire magic community i wouldn't say entire magic community uh, the entire ma- the magic com- the entire magic community that's on the internet All and making the, content the, the magic community that's <laughs> mad about it online <laughs> those are the ones talking about stuff. no even the people who aren't mad even the people who are mad about mm-hmm. it All right, i don't i don't believe it i don't i just don't cons- i don't see if if there's no way for us to like say what a proxy is then there's no way for us to call these proxy cards because there's no definition of it. Well, I mean, the, there's multiple definitions of it. Yeah, but there's no definition of it that people are agreeing well, upon. I, again, I don't know. I mean, I mean, guys, new topic of the yeah, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I, again, again, I I don't know. I mean, there there are a couple. Of, like, if I drew, if I drew, if I took, a, if I took a land. Yeah, and I wrote on it, "Black Lotus." Mm-hmm. I think you we would come to a hundred percent consensus that that's a proxy. Yeah, right. You damaged okay. the card to change it into something else. Yeah. Okay, then I took a sheet of paper and just mm-hmm. drew on it, mm-hmm. and then put that on on a separate card or mm-hmm. put it in a card sleeve. That's a proxy. Yeah, we, I mean, we would we would one hundred percent agree. Yeah. yeah. Okay. If I bought a card, okay. Um, if I bought a card from someone else mm-hmm. who was a printer and they made it look like the mm-hmm. the um, Maybe not necessarily look like it, but it just it was it was a high quality yeah. card, mm-hmm. right? 
Uh, and I and I and at that I'm, point we call those fakes and not yeah, proxies, yeah, right? Right? Because there 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 is there's a difference though. Like if it's if it, if it is if it's being sold to yeah, me yeah. and uh, marketed as, as oh this is, as real yeah. or not, right? Yeah. But if if that if if it's all known before yes. before time that yes this is not real yes. it's fake it's still a proxy. Yes. We would agree there. Yeah. Okay. Now the question then is if Wizards of the Coast themselves makes a card and I think and this all comes up because of the reserve list mm-hmm. I think okay they print these cards that they said they wouldn't reprint <laughs> okay and then they say here you go but you can't play it in any format yeah. you can't play it in tournament play yeah. unless you have an actual copy of the card yeah. right mm-hmm. Like most proxies, okay. Mm-hmm. The question is that then a proxy? Jim says no. I say no. And your basis is because it was manufactured by Wizards of the Coast. Yes. Yeah. So all those other things that we agreed upon were pretty much just all outside party. Uh, uh, who all outside people who who have made who've made the yeah, who've yeah. made it? Yeah. But I mean, Wizards of the Coast themselves aren't the ones printing it, right? It's they're contracting someone else to do it for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> sure. But, but what I'm saying is, we, we agree there. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, but there, but because Wizards, whoever's printing, I don't know. No, no, no. Right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, but that's just the nature, like the logistics yeah. of the whole the thing in there, yeah, right? Yeah. We, we get yeah. that, right? But they're the ones selling it because Wizards is the one selling mm-hmm. themselves are the ones selling it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because Wizards is the one selling it, you're saying that. That does makes it not a proxy. Yes. Okay. So in your mind, a proxy is a card that is not made by the manufacturer designer of said game. Yeah, correct. So, yeah. So third party make card making things. Right. right, right yeah. Right, whatever. Right. Yeah. Whatever right, you want to call. Correct. It. Correct. Okay. Yeah. What makes a proxy a proxy? Then I guess is what I mean. Again, <laughs> in your mind, again, and and that's what you're saying. Yeah. Right. So yeah. okay. I mean, I, I see that. I, I, can, I can understand that, mm-hmm. okay? But again, all I'm saying is just from what, everything that I've seen, uh, the internet is calling the, uh, the recent $1,000 anniversary collection, <laughs> those are proxies. So <laughs> take it for what you will. Yeah. That was an interesting... Because like partially, it's, it's also of proxies are fake cards. Well... And wizards aren't making fake cards. But what makes a fake card a fake card then? Uh, because I because, guess kind of at that same point, right? Of, because because again, again, I took an island. Mm-hmm. That's a card, right? Mm-hmm. I wrote on it to yep. make it something else. It's mm-hmm. still a card, right? It's still kind a real of. card. Well, it's still a real card. Kind. It is a real card. Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> right. So when you say fake card, yes. What what exactly do you mean fake card? Um, I get all right. So, so with the you writing on it, it's altering it. Uh, I mean, you could also <laughs> you could write Black Lotus on it. Yeah. But if it's an island, still play it as an island. Yeah. In a real tournament, <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> you still can, yeah. right? Um, so, I I guess um, what makes a fake card a fake card? Uh, <laughs> something that you. Uh, could potentially get sued for by Wizards of the Coast for, <laughs> for making <laughs> and trying to uh, uh, benefit <laughs> from, uh, off of their product. I don't know exact terms. Yeah, yeah. I'm just making it up. This, the <laughs> <laughs> okay, but the, in, the 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 interesting thing though is, yeah. it, in in all honesty, when we talk about proxy cards, when we talk about proxies, I feel like that topic in and of itself. 
is directly correlated to investors in the game. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Like the reason the reason that proxies exist in these collectible games is because people d either don't want to spend the money mm -hmm. or take the time to acquire the cards that they want, yeah. so they just proxy them up yeah. themselves. Yeah. But I th and I think I think proxies generally speaking are done because they're they're proxied of expensive cards. Yeah, normally. Normally, yeah. right? Or so it's it's either like expensive cards or it's like the thing where it's you you know you have it but you don't want to take it out of your one deck to yeah, add yeah. it to the next deck, add it to the next deck or so it's at that point it's just uh what just makes life real easy for you. Convenience. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it, it's, it's a, it's convenience, a convenience factor, factor. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but but still, I I think I I do think proxies are are talked about very similar, not necessarily similarly to, but they're closely related to investors in, in the games. Yeah. Also, I know how we got there. Yes. We we're talking about how everyone knows Pokemon. They know the black, uh, the, oh, the shadowless yeah, yeah, Charizard. Shadow Charizard. And I'm like, oh, everyone who knows magic exists. They're like, oh, you got Black Correct. Lotus, and then Dan's like, but you could have it for X amount, maybe. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> Yeah. All right, yeah. That's how we got that's there. That's how we got there. <laughs> that was uh woo, like the biggest circle ever. Wow, yeah, that was the biggest derail I think we've done. <laughs> ever. <laughs> yeah. There's gonna be people watching this or listening to her like, guys, I don't care about proxies. We're talking about investors, okay? Get back to it. All right. If we're back. you guys know what a proxy is, let yeah, us know. Yeah. How would you how would you define a proxy? What's a proxy server? I really need to know now. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but I'm interested to know what uh, what what you I, and again I think I think in general we we do we do have a con general consensus of what a proxy yeah, is. Yeah. The the question comes down to can can a company actually manufacture and sell a card themselves yeah. and have it be considered a proxy? Yeah. Because again, all all of this just comes down to uh, semantics, semantic yeah. definitions of what terms are. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, at so, that point. All right, but but before before I kind of get back to what I was saying, I I want okay. to know like your initial thoughts on investors in card games and like if 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 they're good or not. Because I mean, we were having some good conversations before. Yeah, I would say my initial idea is investors are not good for this game, Dan. For, All right, I'll stop joking. For, okay. All right, I'll stop joking. No, I, I, I'm literally an investor in these games, like we're talking about. I know. I'm, that's why I'm like, I'm what terrible. Are you talking about? I'm terrible for this game. Uh, yeah, I, I think investors are are good, generally, generally speaking, for the game. Okay. For why? card games. All right. So why? Yeah. Um. So if the ones that are going out buying a bunch of sealed product, they're able to now crack packs, which a lot of card shops will do, right? Um, right. And uh, and so they're they're providing singles to people in you know in, in the local space, or if they're selling it online in their whatever. local market, right? Yeah. Right. Or right. Or online. Yeah. So now they're getting supply out there to people that are pretty much, you know, demanding these cards. If, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, if if these investors go away, well, now it's up to everyone else to now have to buy packs and then mm -hmm. hopefully you get the singles That's or true. now you go sell these singles, which... A lot of people don't want to do. No, that's a that's a but the, Jim, that's like such a good point. Yeah, because I feel like most players are 
Okay, maybe not most players. Maybe, maybe, maybe most players in these games really have a good understanding of not where the no, yes, where the cards come from. Yeah. Right. Because because if you think about it, if you, if you think about it, like where do you guys where do you get your cards? Well, because oh, TCG player Dan, yeah. of course. <laughs> but 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 the other thing too is. I, I wonder what the percentages of people who just go out and buy buy boxes and yeah. buy packs themselves yeah. or buy singles. Guys, if you're looking to build a deck, <laughs> don't buy sealed product. Yes, <laughs> I, I agree. Uh, I agree. I unless agree. unless you're big into the format, right? Mm-hmm. Like you plan on being super competitive. You're playing any deck. You're trying to max or uh, mix and match cards, however, and you you've been doing it for the last bunch of sets yeah. for like let's say standard right right you've been huge into it then sure it's not a terrible idea right at that point uh but if you just want one deck go out by the singles but but wow that was whew. wow <laughs> sorry guys um no but I, 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 I'm really curious I'm really yeah. curious to know how many if you guys are if you're listening watching Hit hit us with a comment. Shoot us shoot us an email. Like, let us know. Like, do you buy singles or do you go out and crack packs? And if yeah. you do crack packs, do you keep all the cards, yeah. all of the cards, or or do you sell the cards that you don't want, or even trade to friends? Correct. Trade Correct. to people at locals. Correct. Right. Because there there there's there are really two different types of people. Right. You have the yeah. people who crack packs, yep. and then you have people who who buy singles and yep. build decks that way. Yep. Okay. Like those are two fundamentally different, fundamentally different ways to collect and play the game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but like, I feel, I feel like if real, real if, quick, I can't wrap my head around someone just buying packs and and okay. Well, well, just buying packs just to buy packs, like yeah, for, just for, for that, that. like to build it. a deck just oh, buying yeah. packs. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> but honestly, though, like I feel like if you're new to card games, yeah, like that's that's all you would know because yeah. you would think, yeah. oh well, to get these cards, I have to buy packs yeah. to then open the packs to then get the cards, yeah. right? Like that's how I get very, cards. Very new players, K, I can see. It. Yeah, and it's like, oh hey, can someone help me build a deck with these cards I got? And it's like maybe. But I feel like everyone we've all had to have gone through that at some point. Yeah. Like we've all been there. Everyone who's been in the space, you got into it at, at one point. At at one point or at one point or another. Yeah. And I right? And so you have to then just it I mean it's all about learning. Dude, right? I, I literally had to go back twenty years to be like, oh For yeah, you? I did that. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> Cause at, I didn't even know card shops were a thing yeah. at that point. Yeah. And yeah. so I was just like, Oh, what cards did I get? Yeah. You know, whatever it is. But then, you know, you start trading and whatnot. So correct, right. correct. And like a, as you grow, you learn, you learn the market, you learn all these different ways to get cards. Damn, I'm so old, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, right. But 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 again, and that's why I say like we all go through that, yep. right? And then we realize, oh wait, I don't have to just buy packs. <laughs> I can just buy the same cards that I want. Yeah, yeah. You know, which is also kind of a bad thing that I've noticed. Um, what what's that? So when when you're able to just buy the cards that you want, I've when when I was back in my day, guys, um, <laughs> we used to have trade binders. Okay, they still and people still do that. I know people still do it. They still do that. But I've 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 just been noticing a lot of times people are like, oh, I don't have trades on me. 
It's like yep. I just buy buy all the stuff I want. Correct. You know, Correct. and uh, people people have that adult money, and they're still playing these games, and it's just like, well, it's at that point, it's it's now of like. If you if you had a locals of like say a hundred people, that's kind of a lot of people at mm-hmm. the locals. Yeah, uh, but like fifty of them are just like, oh no, I don't have trades. You still have a really good amount, but then what happens when it gets to like the other people being like all these all these guys that have really good cards aren't looking to trade anything, mm-hmm. and it's just like all right, well they're just selling it now at that point, right. and now it's like all right, why do I even need a trade binder? So then this right. number starts to go down and down and down. Yeah, I feel like I feel like the trade binders. Um, are more for like a younger the younger generation mm-hmm. who goes to the goes to your LGS on a yeah. pretty consistent basis yeah. and like you've got the people there that you know and your friends and mm-hmm. then you trade with your friends right mm-hmm. that's typically where the trade binder mindset kind of comes from mm-hmm. right and like that I, I feel like that's like a perfect starter mentality right <laughs> yeah. like but then like as you grow as you grow and grow in the space you're like all right I'm just gonna sell I'm gonna sell all my stuff to uh, to my LGS, yep. okay, or or you know w- again work the market with my LGS or sell it on on the open market myself through mm-hmm. TCG Player, eBay, whatever. Don't do eBay, do TCG Player, <laughs> please, please. <laughs> but like again, it's it's that like as you grow, as you learn, like you yeah. just it's all about playing that market. So yeah. like for me, for me, right? I mean, I have a lot of cards, and for like. I'm not selling anything right now because I know with our future plans, mm-hmm. I want to, we, we want, I want to have stock, yeah. right? I want to have stock. So everything that I have, I'm not getting rid of. I am mm-hmm. selling with the sole purpose of having product and having stock for when we have a store, yeah. right? But for everyone else, it's just like, if you have stuff that you aren't going to use, you're going to sell it most likely, yeah, right? And that's the beautiful thing about, collectibles as a market, right? The collectible market and collectible card games is Mm -hmm. your stuff has value. These cards have value. And then you you have what you want to play for your certain decks and then you have the ability to sell the rest. Mm -hmm. And then you could come out ahead. Like, (laughs) Like, that's just such a cool thing to me, right? Is like, I have the ability to, I spent $100 on this, but I'm able to then sell all this other stuff that I don't want yeah. and make $150. So I am now up $50, yep. right? That's just such a cool thing to me, <laughs> right? So, um, yeah, it's just, it, like, it's, just, it's just so cool. Like, it's just, it's so cool. It's it's one of the great things about these games, yeah, honestly. It, it absolutely is. <laughs> a- absolutely. Which, which, honestly, if if we're talking about, like, the, the solo person, right, mm-hmm. like, and, and like you were just saying, it's really awesome when your cards go up in value. Mm-hmm. Guys, it's partially due to investors. It is. It, it is. It's it partially that, and then there's so many other there's so many other things that come yeah, into play yeah. too. Competitive right? reasons. Correct. Yeah. Correct. The uh, the meta game yeah. meta game shifts. Mm-hmm. Uh, wh- whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, but um, I think I think what I was kind of g- going off of too was like if you buy singles, right. Where do those singles come from, <laughs> right? Yeah. It comes from the market, right? You either have 
investors who are buying up a bunch of sealed product, mm-hmm. opening them, like I was just saying with all my stuff, right? I buy all, I've got all the sealed product. I've either opened up all the sealed product. Okay, now I can put all this back into the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Okay, flood the market with this additional product. Mm-hmm. Or I have all of these, I have 100 copies of this one card. Well, there's a lot of people who want this card. <laughs> put that back on the market. Yeah. Make money, right? <laughs> but again, if I'm buying all the sealed product, right, and I'm opening it, now I am now selling all of that product on market. Like that's where that's how singles get onto the market. There was this uh this reminds me of a of uh a guy in Yu-Gi-Oh. He he would buy one of just one card, right? Terrible card, wasn't good at all. Yeah. But he caused the price to go up eighteen hundred percent. Because he just bought them all. <laughs> what card was it? Do you know? I forget. It was a, it was a Yu-Gi-Oh card. Okay. I don't I don't know the exact one. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it was it was so good, man. It was it again. It was not a good card. It was just a common card. Yeah, yeah. But it caused the price to go up so much because well now there was no supply because he had it all. Yeah. <laughs> That is uh, a terrible investor right yeah. there, or a yeah. good investor. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what you call him. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he knew what he wanted. <laughs> he well, he bought it all at uh, at a at a lower yeah. at a lower value, yeah. and then the price went up. Yeah. All right, now just, and I'll just sell it. But at that point, you need people. Who, you need you need the demand. Yeah. You need yeah. the demand. I think for it. it was also partially due. I think from him specifically, he increased it like four hundred percent, and then it was like people saw it, so they started buying them up <laughs> off, off the market because <laughs> they saw they saw what the market was doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, look at this trend. It's going nuts. <laughs> But like oh, you have, and then you have investors who spe- who specifically like they watch these card game markets yeah. like a hawk, yeah, because yeah. they lo- are looking for any opportunity mm-hmm. to make a quick buck, yeah. And a- I feel like a lot, a lot, maybe not a lot, but there definitely are people who do that. Mm-hmm. They're watching the market to see what kind of cards they can flip yep. on a dime to make a quick buck. Yep. And there's there's plenty of people on the market who mm-hmm. do that. Yeah, especially it's. I think it's a bit harder in terms of if, if say you're like trying to play the market on TCG Player because everyone has this information. That's like yeah. something you have to do in person, yeah. pretty much. Sure, you know, it's like uh, shops will do this, right? They'll give you fifty percent or sixty percent, whatever the number is, mm-hmm. and then you know they're trying to sell it at you know ninety percent of going rate, or right. uh, you know who knows, maybe they charge you double depending on what card shop you go to. Yeah, sure, sure. So, okay. So I, I, I won't think, say any specific. Names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, why not? Uh, all right. Uh, next. <laughs> next question, Dan. Um, okay. So I, I think I think it's pretty clear that you know we think in general investors are good are, are good are good for these games. Yeah. Okay. And I think I think what <sighs> there are definitely people within these communities who don't see these points that we just made as a good thing. They see that as a bad thing. And I think correct. And and guys, if you're watching or listening, you correct me if you think I'm wrong, but I think there's people who think that's a bad thing because what they see is they see the fluctuation of prices and not necessarily fluctuation of prices, but things becoming more expensive. Mm -hmm. And then when they see things becoming more expensive, they see that as a barrier, a barrier to entry into these games. 
and and honestly, barriers to entry into card games was one of the first episodes <laughs> that we talked about on this podcast. And I thought, and I they thought was exist. a, gr- I thought that was a great conversation mm-hmm. that that we had. Honestly, um, I don't remember it. I, well, I know it was like <laughs> it was over a year ago. Um, but one of the things that we touched on a lot in that episode was cost. Yeah, and like we all understand, we all realize that cost is always a prohibitive. Um, barrier in these games, and they can about be. This recently too, about like the difference between uh, CL or CLGs, uh, uh, living card games, yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. and TCGs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like always a thing. Yeah, it's, is, it's, it's always going to be a thing. Up. It's always going to be a thing. And 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 the people who don't like it most likely are not into TCGs or yeah. or the collectible market, the collectible games. Yeah. Because the collectible games are fundamentally a, a very different beast, mm-hmm. a very different thing from non-collectible games. Mm-hmm. Whether it's card games, board games, whatever it is, it doesn't even matter what the kind of game it is. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's just the fact that it's a collectible or not a collectible. Yeah. Okay? And to get into the game, I would I think it's actually a lot cheaper. But to be competitive at the game is a completely different story. Yeah, because because again, at the, at that point, like you you need to you need to think about like like what's your goal? Like what are you trying to yeah. get out of the game? Yeah. Right, and that's a and that's another topic you know that we that we will hundred percent touch on is like mm-hmm. what are you looking to get out of a thing? Yeah. Like honestly, honestly, it's like the dichotomy of the hobbies and the happiness. <laughs> like what are you wanting to get out of it? You want trying you just want to be happy? You mm-hmm. want to do it for the sake of the hobby? Competition? Like what? Like what are you trying to get out of it? Right, and with card games in 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 particular, there's so many different avenues and so many different ways to play the game. And we talk we talk about formats. We talk about formats all the time. Like how many different formats there are. Like Magic, you know, we talk about Magic. How many? It's just Commander. Yeah. Right. Right. So. Right. We got that. Right. Right. And let's how many different ways and like having twenty different formats. I think it's a great thing. Mm -hmm. I think it's such a great thing. Oh yeah. Because it's it's it and we've we've talked about diversity before. Like. Like that is a hundred percent. I think I think that's diversity in card games. Like mm-hmm. in just one game yeah. is a diversity of a game of and the diversity of how you're able to play the game, mm-hmm. right? And so I think that's such a good thing. Okay, and so much easier to do with a game that's been around thirty plus years, right? Um, again, another this is another tangent that I feel like I just got off on. So I don't know how I got there, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, we're talking about barriers, like barriers to entry, mm-hmm. right? And so uh, there are, there definitely are people who see something becoming more expensive as a bad thing. Which I get it. Like, I like when you're when you're having to spend the money. Yes, it's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But when you're the one selling it and you're making the money, then it's a good thing, right? Like from from an individual yeah. standpoint, from an individual yeah. standpoint, mm-hmm. right? So the the question then becomes is that good for the game as a whole, right? Like I think I think in general games becoming prohibitively prohibitively expensive, okay, are not good for a game as a whole. Mm-hmm. But again, like tip, typically like you look at Flesh and Blood, mm-hmm. like when Flesh and Blood first came out, like we talked so much about how expensive that game oh, was. So- but it's but it's not that way anymore. Yeah, like it's yeah, it's, it's very much not that way much. anymore. Mm-hmm. Which which again, when you're talking about something that's collectible, mm-hmm. makes sense for a newer game. Yeah. Okay, especially when that game is 
is really leading into those limited editions, yeah. the first edition, and saying yeah. we are going to limit the supply. The moment you say you are going to limit the supply, okay, what what do you think is going? What do you think is going to happen to the price? You know what the crazy part about that is to me is like they're like, all right, we're going to first make you know the first ad yeah, stuff, first ads, and then yeah. they're like, once all that's done, we're going to wait a little bit and then make unlimited stuff. So it's like not only are you producing this stuff that's already more expensive to now even get, yeah. but now you're looking at there is a period of time where there's nothing yeah, there's getting nothing. made. Yeah. And now we got to start making the unlimited, unlimited section of yeah. it. So yep. if we're talking competitively as well, oh. back then, it was nuts. It was crazy. It was ridiculous. It was crazy. Oh my, oh, I, I don't I even want to think about but it. But I didn't even want to get it. Like, I didn't even want to look. Because I'm, I'm just like, uh, I, I ain't touching, dude, dude, I ain't I touching remember, that. I remember when we were hanging out with Devin, right? Yes. And you were just like, well, you have a bunch of these cards. Let's make something. But it was like, yeah, I, I didn't even want to touch it either. Yeah. It was like, I got lucky, pulled a... Pulled your Command & Conquer? Uh, well... You can have a couple of those? I, I think I traded for uh, CNC. Okay. Uh, I pulled a fabled um, equipment. It was mm -hmm. some boots. I forget exactly what it did. Mm -hmm. And then um, I, can... I, I ended up trading that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I got pretty lucky on that. CNC is really strong. Mm -hmm. Command & Conquer. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, the... the the cards that were in that game at the time, since there wasn't like the unlimited stuff when Arcane Rising, I think it was, mm -hmm. a bunch of those prices were ridiculously high yeah. for competitive players. Yeah. And so many people hated it, mm -hmm. but they were still playing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like with, I, I felt like back then at that, at that time, yeah. The the people who like if you were playing Flesh and Blood, you were playing it on a competitive level. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of casual flesh and blood players at that yeah. point. From from what I remember. From, oh, uh, from what I that, remember. That actually reminds me. One thing I wanted to go over, um, just backtracking a little bit. When we were talking about like for the new players to get into to games, right? Yeah. Um, if they like if the prices of cards are expensive, but they still make other products for these players to get into. Right, mm -hmm. like say um, when Kaladesh was pretty expensive to get into, right? I okay. don't know exactly. Um, and then Aether Revolt came out a few few months later. Um, that was giving new players the opportunity to now get into the game for cheaper. Okay. Like, and and again, if we're talking competitively, right? It still is a lot because well, now you got to get into all these other cards and, mm -hmm. and whatnot from right. from the previous sets, right? Um, right. But I think the sealed product kind of helps out. And I, I know I said don't buy singles. <laughs> no, you said when, don't buy sealed yeah, product. Yeah, my bad. Don't buy sealed product. Yeah. But when singles are ridiculous, that's how you, I guess, now yeah. get into the stuff for relatively cheaper. Yeah. It could also be the same price at that point, but now you're getting more stuff. And and I don't know the estimated values on it. Right. Um, but now it's and if those packs are four bucks, five bucks, well now that's roughly your like entry point of now getting into it. Mm -hmm. Or you yeah. buy bad cards that are stupidly cheap. Yeah. Well, because and then the other thing too, the other thing too, like if you are buying these boxes or packs yeah. because you're trying to find a couple of cards, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you 
like, and let's say a box is a hundred bucks. Do that. Well, but what I'm saying <laughs> yeah. is, but go, going off of what you said, yeah, okay, yeah. like it's it, it might be cheaper just to buy sealed products at yeah. that point. Okay, yeah. you can buy that sealed product and then just sell everything that yeah. you don't need, yeah. and then you're still making back some of yeah, some of that loss, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it's not as I think. I think a lot of time is when people when people look at the cost, they just look at sticker. Like mm-hmm. they just look at, oh, it, 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 the sticker value, the sticker, the MSRP, whatever, like those specific costs, yeah. that's what people look at. Yeah. But in collectible, like in the collectible market, you do, there is buying and selling and mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that you need to do, I think, behind the scenes instead of just, okay, I bought two boxes of this sealed product and now I'm in for 250 bucks mm-hmm. and oh my goodness that's expensive which I, I I get that right you get a lot of stuff but you it. you do get a lot of stuff and then yeah. you you're able to put some of that back into the market and then yep. sell some of that stuff off yeah so and then which it, now makes you an investor yeah you do the same <laughs> thing that all the other guys are doing yeah, right <laughs> right but like there's just there's so much and I use this word a lot but there is a lot of nuance kind of in that right yeah. it's there isn't just it's not just you buy again with board games it's just you buy the one box boom you're done okay easy peasy lemon squeezy that's boring yeah that's probably why they call it board games. It's boring. That's not fun, Dan. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. I'm just joking. I'm, I'm kidding. Yeah. In case you couldn't tell. Um. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, real quick. So I want to know, like, Jim, when do you think, and then we've kind of touched on a little bit, but like, when do when do investors become bad for these games? Oh, man. I think like so. That's, that's hard. Okay, so hard so me. I think um, it's not bad when prices go up. Okay, yeah. like if prices go up because of investors, I don't necessarily see that as a bad thing. Okay, yeah. um, however, I think like when it becomes bad is when you have certain investors who are specifically manipulating and playing with the market um, in unethical. Unethical ways to manipulate to specifically manipulate people in the in the space. Yeah, like when there's clear manipulation happening, that's when I think it becomes a bad thing. Which I think tends to be pretty rare, right? True. Like yes, one of the first correct. things that pop up into my brain, it's like, all right, well, if someone, uh, let's say, a, sh- a shop is going off of TCG mid, right? There's let's say a couple. <laughs> A couple cards out on the market. I don't know. Uh, I can't. What? what did, should I not continue this? Continue. It's just funny. <laughs> and and so please, please save them. <laughs> Put them on blast. <laughs> he knows why I'm laughing. <laughs> I feel like any of our people know yes, why we're exactly. laughing. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so there's a few ways. Okay. There's a few things, and uh, people can manipulate the mid mark or the mid TCG mid by putting cards up on there for higher prices than what they're going for. Right. That's that's one way you can mess with it. There's also uh, numbers that you could just not tell people. And uh, go off of it and then round to certain numbers. And who who knows? Who knows exactly what individuals <laughs> do? Um, but I know a lot of people 
uh, do go off of TCG market. Um, and, or my bad, TCG mid, and when it comes to buying and selling cards, which mm-hmm. is a decent thing. I tend to think market is more accurate. Now, real quick, can you, can you let people know, like, what are these terms that you're talking about? Okay. TCG market mid, all that yeah. good stuff. So on the- Because that's, that, that's, much, that's very important when we, yeah. specifically when we talk about the marketplace. Yeah. So, uh, which I didn't even realize because it's just ingrained it's, it's, it, into my I know, brain. I, I know, I know. Uh, but yeah, that's a good point. So TCG market is going off of TCG player, right? And then TCG mid as well. So both of these things, you go to TCG web, TCG player website, and when you're looking up a card, you can see its market price, you can see its uh, median price, and then all the cards that are listed for it. And you can even see some history uh, a few of the last printing or the last sold copies sold, of it. Yeah. And you can also see a chart where it shows what these cards have been bought for. As now, well. can you can you tell our audience the difference between TCG market and TCG mid? Yeah. So so with market, it's it's taking into consideration the cards that have been bought versus TCG mid, what which is the cards that are being listed. So that's that's kind of the huge thing. But um, I also like to go off of TCG low. I, I pay attention to TCG market and mm-hmm. low. Yeah. So um, you can look at the these exact numbers of market in, in mid, but we let's take a look at um, the cards that people the lowest people are selling them for. So if if I was selling Dan a card, right? Uh, what is the cheapest that he can get it for? I kind of want to get an average of what these listings are at. So let's let's look at let's let's look let's at one. Let's look at one of our recent card of the weeks, Soul yeah. of Wind Grace. Okay. Okay. So Soul of Wind Grace has a market price of two dollars and sixty three cents. Okay. Okay. And it has a listed median price of three dollars and seventy three cents. And then it has a buy list market price of $2.63, which is the same as the market price. Mm -hmm. Okay. So based off of what you said, okay, the market price at $2.63 is the um, average of the sold. Yeah, kind of what people are paying for it. They're paying for it. And then the median is what it's being listed at. Yeah. So that $3.73 is what it's listed at. Or my bad what they have bought it at. Because there are certain times where if a card, let's say a card gets banned, right? Mm-hmm. And the and that will pretty much always cause its price to tank, right? right so right. the market price is based upon of what has been sold relatively recently. Okay. So if there is a point where let's say it was $10, but now you could see that a bunch of people are now selling this card between $1 to $3 range, mm-hmm. um, then we, we can kind of take an average off of that and be like, all right, well, I'm not going to sell it to you for $10, even though the market says that. It's not really the going price for this card. Right, right. So that's why I tend to like to look at the low part as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. look at all, like the first page of all the listings. Yeah, which, so it's nice because I pull up the sales history. Yep. Shows me the sales history, the latest sales. Okay, it gives me like, the first page, oh, yeah. so this first page here, I'm seeing 275, 378, 199, 375. And it that. tells you the condition. Mm-hmm. Yep. It tell it gives you a lot of great information. Yeah. Right. So that is the market, right? This mm-hmm. is exactly what we're looking at when we say the market, right? Yeah. And then, and I know we've <clears throat> I know we've talked about the marketplace, right, on, on the show. A lot. In, in, a, in, in a recent episode <laughs> yeah. too. Um, but 
that's that's what we're talking about because I don't even think we really touched on it. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, on that episode, but in any case, so yeah. So now you guys can also become investors yeah. just by knowing this little bit of knowledge and uh, how to go about it. So other other than anyone attempting to, well, specifically investors, right, manipulating the marketplace of these yeah. games, are there other ways that you think investors can be bad for these collectible card games, hmm. TCGs and CCGs? Because uh, <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, I don't think there really are other. Do ways. we see it bad? You know, kind of the opposite way of the people who buy sealed product to uh, to um, Sit on sell it. it. Well, well, yeah, I'm more so saying saying the opposite of what this is, which is buy sealed product and sit on it. Yeah. Could that so, maybe be a bad thing? Okay, because so interesting interesting thing here, okay? Yeah. Because I, I think now's the perfect time to let's start talking about Lorcan a little bit. Okay. okay. All, All right. right. <clears throat> we can't because, get past one episode. No, we again. can't, dude. Guys, <laughs> yeah. we, because like it, it, it in all, makes all sense. But in all honesty though, Jim, yeah. I think Lorcana just gives us that perfect application point mm -hmm. to how can we apply this to a game that's not out yet. Yeah. Right, but then and then like kind of give our two cents of what we think's good, what we think's bad, what we want to see from yeah. the, a, a game like this. I right? thought you were gonna say gives us the opportunity to get heavily invested. Well, that too. And become these guys <laughs> yeah. that we're talking about. That's where to, I was going. To be honest, I'm I'm like thinking about how many cases that I kind of want to buy. <laughs> first set, first Eds, Shadowless Elsa, Shadowless Mickey Mouse. <laughs> uh but on in all honesty like i i do want to buy quite a few boxes yeah. With, yeah honestly just to like open them i do yeah. i do want to sit on some yeah. i definitely want to sit on some because i mean i i like and, and again we talked about it just gonna put it right but here. i i talked about it not that long ago okay like having it for the shop like yes. having it as stock yes. for when we do open up our eventual shop yeah. right yeah. um and you know what if it goes up in value then okay. K, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, okay, but like in 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 that Discord, right? In the Lorcana HQ Discord, okay. Yeah. Which again, if you guys are into Lorcana, you want to be into Lorcana, check out the Lorcana HQ Discord. Um, I'll try to leave a link down below. <clears throat> um, there's been talk about like, oh yeah, people are gonna buy a bunch of uh, cases and boxes just to sit on it. And I'm like, to, I'm thinking, I see that, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like. I mean, I'm probably going to do that I mean, because, I'm gonna. like, I'm going to do that. But, but again, like, you, I, I, I have to take this back. And I think about the different people in these games. You have the strict investors who people are in these games because they want to invest and they want to make profit. They want to yeah. make some money because yeah. that ability is there. And then you have the players. Like, are do these investors exist – at the expense of the players. Yeah. I don't think so because I want to say you can't have one without the other because that's not necessarily true, right? But I think you mm -hmm. can't, you're not, you will not have the ability to buy singles without investors. And regard, because I think that's 100% true. <laughs> Regardless of, of whether or not we're talking about people who are specifically buying product to then flood the market with it, mm -hmm. or people who are buying all these buying sealed product, taking the cards that they want and then just putting the rest on the market because they don't yeah. have much use for those cards. Yeah. Oh. So you, 
I, you can't have one without the other. One turns into mind. the other. Yeah. Also kind of. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> so like, I, I mean, I'll just say it. Like I can't change my can't mind change that my investors mind. are bad for the games. Well, that like you, I, that you can't. You, yeah. I don't think you can change my mind there. Yeah. Um, but we understand I, some of the reasons, and I can, we can see why some. I are can. Bad. I can understand. I yeah. very much can understand the argument that this card that I want to buy is too expensive. Therefore, investors are bad, or <laughs> it's it's bad that this card is so expensive. Yeah, I can understand that because which, we've which, all been there. Which also probably isn't even like a problem or a reason or the cause because of an investor. Right? right, like we've gone right. over multiple reasons as right. to why a card could be expensive. Right, right, and it's just to say it's all investors. I don't think that's correct. No, no, I, I no. agree, I agree. I, I just, I think in general, yeah, <clears throat> I think in general there are plenty of people who just point to investors being bad just because that's like the easy bogeyman. Yeah, I think in in these collectible games in general. Yeah, I think so. Easy um, catalyst. Right. So when it comes to Lorcana, like. 100% I'm buying boxes to open on stream, to use for decks, and then also sit on. Yeah. I mean, that's – I I I've 100% plan on doing that. Now, how many am I going to buy? I don't Thousands. know. Thousands. No. Yeah. No, not that much. No. <laughs> but I'll, I will definitely buy a few boxes because, I mean, number one, I do like opening packs. I do yeah. like cracking packs. Yeah. I think people like watching – People cracking packs. Honestly, I think two cases is a good number. Two case, yeah. We, I'll be interested to see it's how probably much. Probably six in a case. Yeah, six boxes. Yeah, in a case. I'll be interested to see because uh, again, again, like again, for us, it's 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 weird because you know we are we we have that potential if we want to have a store, so we yeah. want to have this stock. Which again, we're not at this point. Unfortunately, we're not buying from distributors yet because <laughs> you know, like typically, you're going to buy from distributors. You're going to buy yeah, at a reduced yeah. cost. Yeah. Yada 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 yada. Yeah. Uh, which understood, um, but. There are 100% going to be people who are buying product just to sit on it. So they're not going to be putting it on the market quite yet. You know, it's now that I'm thinking about, if investors are bad at this game, that means all local game stores are bad for the game. I think... <laughs> but see, not all, local, not all local stores are equal. Oh, all right. So that's why we have friendly local game stores <laughs> and local game that's stores. That's a good one. <laughs> okay, I see. That, that's that. That's the difference between the LGS yeah, and the that's, FLGS. That's, hey, you okay. got the, the, the <laughs> I'm used to LGSs. You know, <laughs> that that's good. Yeah. Um. But w w what I what I mean is how each LGS FLGS is run. Is, uh, you know, you've got some who are going to run it like a... Into the ground. Yes. Yeah. And I think I think the ones who are successful are the ones who... Scam people. <laughs> yeah, Dan, you're right. The ones that are successful are the ones that scam their customers. No, not scam. Oh, okay. Now, Holy everyone reason. everyone needs to run their LGS like a business, obviously, or else you will be unsuccessful, okay? <laughs> right. Because you need to make a profit to um, uh, continue to run mm. and, to, and continue to operate, okay? However, the LGS, <clears throat> I had it told to me like this, and I 100% agree. I 100% agree with this, okay? It's like a pub. 
right? <laughs> you've got people who come in. You've got your customers who come in, yeah. and they just want to hang out, have a good time. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe they're not having a good day, and they're yeah. just like, hey, man, sit down at the table and talk to me. I'm going I'll, to – I'll call it out right now. Sugi from the Lorcana cast, he was, yeah. he was the guy who um, – I was having this conversation with him like that is a perfect, a perfect analogy. <laughs> I love it. Um, which, speaking of, guys, if you want to listen to a strictly Lorcana uh, podcast, you need to go check out Lorcana Cast. Um, we hope I'm hoping to have them on the show at some point. Awesome. Um, and get to talk to those guys. But uh, Sugi's a great guy. Go check out Lorcana Cast. Um, I'll make sure to leave a link to their socials down below. Um, but I'm like, that's a perfect – I love that analogy. It, it also kind of goes off of this uh, other thing I've kind of been realizing slash heard. There's no, like, more fun time than when you're hanging out with the boys BSing. Yeah. Right? And it's like we, we look back and when we were hanging out at the card shop, it was just like a bunch of people hanging out, having fun, yeah. BSing a bunch, and then you just throw these games on top of it, and it's like the same thing with the pub. Like, yeah. Like, uh, what, what's his name again? Sugi. Su- Sugi. Okay. Sugi, yeah. All right. And same thing like he was saying. It's like a bunch of people have fun at the yeah. bars because it's like they're hanging out with a bunch of people BSing. Yeah. It's, it's like, for, for me, that has definitely been the most fun moments in my life, mm-hmm. and it's also a part of as to why I love the card shops so much. Mm-hmm. Grapple was huge to me because mm-hmm. I, I was there every day. I was, was addicted. He was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. And, and, and again, I think, I think what LGSs need to do to be successful is don't lose that mentality, right? Yeah. Keep that pub mentality. But also remember, you have a business to run. You need to be successful. So yep. operate it that way. But don't lose that sense of community. Yep. Talked about it last week or week before uh-huh. about how important community is. Okay. And yes, it's a business. But is it's also it's also people's sense of community and where they get that fulfillment. Yep. Okay. And there are pl- – Jim is a per- prime example of where you go to find that joy, that sense of community, okay? So the LGS, FLGS is an interesting place because, again, it's yes, it's a business. It needs to be run as such. You need to, you need to be efficient. You need to be profitable. But also you need to be um, approachable, friendly, <laughs> communicable. Like you, you, need to, you need to be that. Or you can just be the only place in the area that supplies all this stuff, <laughs> the only place for competitive play, and oh you can gosh, still get away dude. with it of uh, treating wow. all your people like garbage. Wow. Uh, Shots fired <laughs> again? What? No, no, no. I'm just saying that's how you could run it, Dan. I'm not saying anything specifically. There have been so many shots fired this episode. <laughs> From both of us, <laughs> holy God! So yeah, like you, you could have that. You know, if you, if you know, you know. Running, <laughs> running it by fear only works when there's no other options. Yeah, when another place comes up and they are being treated way better, you know, uh, love goes farther than fear. We're coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, all I right. do. Well, what did I will? What happened there? <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, it just it it. Oh, it just it's so upsetting. And you know, guys, that's the podcast. <laughs> Have a good night, everyone. Uh, see you, you know later. What? You know what, Jim? What? what? 
This gives us a perfect, a perfect time to segue. You know, we're going to talk about now the card of the week. Oh, is that That's perfect? That's where we're doing All it. Right. All right, we're, we're doing the card of the Sponsored week, Sponsored by Diet Coke. <laughs> oh, we can't say that. I don't uh, want to. Uh, no, I was just We're just memeing. We're memeing, guys. We're memeing, guys. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm going to have Jim talk about this card, okay? Okay. So Jim actually um, had the idea of having a card from this game, okay, yeah. for the card of the week, okay? And he wanted to talk about another card, and I'll ex- I'll let him explain why he wanted to talk about this other card, okay? But for the first card yeah, this of this game, we're like, all right, this kind of is a yeah. better one just to talk about, okay? <laughs> so, Jim, just you, you take it away. You okay. take, take it away and go with okay. it. Okay. All right. Let's talk about this card. Yep. So there is a game that we've played called Dice Throne. I was it's about to call right it. right there. Yeah. This, right there. These yeah, two games with, two. The, with the die on them. Yeah. Um, the so, dice that's on fire. Yeah. So uh, how it's played is you you have this character, and they all have different abilities. So And you roll these dice, and d- depending on what it is that you roll, uh, you get to use these abilities, right? And inside the game, there's also these cards that can manipulate the dice or power up your abilities. There's, you know, there's a few things you can do. And it's so, a, it's an asymmetrical game, meaning okay. each 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 character is different. Yes, they're all different characters with their unique yes. unique cards, unique sets of abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, each has their own set of dice, so every character is different from one another. Yeah. However, they do share some cards. Yeah. So uh, with with the card that we were going over. Uh, or should I talk about the card that I wanted? Talk about, to let's over? let's talk about this one first. All right, we'll talk, talk about, about this, this one, one first. So wild! This card is so wild, honestly. <laughs> for <laughs> for two cost, right? This is an instant speed card, I believe. Yes, it is. Roll phase action. Yes, oh, it's, it's instant it's, speed though. Okay, okay. Yeah, you can't use it anytime, but yeah, you can you use can, it anytime during roll during phase. a roll phase. Yep. Yeah, yep. It it says change the value of any one die. Mm-hmm. Change the value of any one die. To anything yeah. that you want. Yeah. Any die to yeah. anything. Yeah. So you so, could use this to benefit yourself. Yeah. Or what I like to use it for. Yeah. To hinder Dan. <laughs> yes, correct. Or correct. anyone else, really. Correct. I uh, use it as, a, a, yeah, as a debuffer. <laughs> it's like, oh, Dan's like, dude, I'm I'm ready. I'm about to destroy someone. I got and all I'm sixes. like, <laughs> <laughs> wait, no, no, no. I don't think are you able to augment ultimate? No. Oh uh, I don't remember. I can't remember. I can't remember. Or you can't stop it. Wait, no, no, no. I think okay. I think you're able. This bypasses that's the only it. Thing, yeah. yeah. I think that's the only you have thing to you're literally to change the die. Yeah. Or yeah. the dice on yeah. them to where yeah. yeah. If you're gonna ultimate, and I'm like no. Yeah. And Dan's like, I got it too though. So yeah. I'm gonna do it again. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this this card allows you to be playing either proactively or defensively, mm-hmm. which is. Which is huge, especially at instant speed we, when we, everything we, matters. We've talked about versatility many times before yes. on this. Yeah. Versatility is huge. Yeah. And two cost is actually pretty cheap. That's not terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, it's not, not a lot. That's not bad. For for the power that it has. Yeah. Is, is so for, for a game that is a mix of uh uh cards and dice. Yeah. Okay, when like yes, you're using these cards, right? RNG. But, but yeah, like you have that RNG of the dice roll. Yeah. The ability to just flat out change the value of any dice yep. is freaking insane. Yep. You could go from doing literally nothing to winning the game. Yeah. Yeah. Real quick. Yep. So yep. Um yeah, this card's super powerful. I believe this is 
in like every single deck? I think or so. Some variant. Yeah, I, be I believe so. I believe that card is in just about every character. Yeah. 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 So it's definitely one of the most powerful cards in the entire game. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I would agree. I'd agree. Yeah. So the card that I wanted to go over, yeah. uh, they. So these two right here are just like I guess you could say the base sets. Yeah, it's season, season one, season, season one, two. and season two. Right. Then right. they came their out, own characters. Yeah. Then they came out with a Marvel edition of it. Mm -hmm. They have Spider Man, Miles Morales, Black Widow, Thor, Loki. Uh, Loki uh, who are the other two? Black Panther. Black Panther. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Okay, yeah, mm -hmm. those are those are the yeah. There's only six, or is it? Eight? I believe there's only. Oh man, there no, might, I think there 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 might be eight. eight. I think there's eight. I think there's eight. Oh, now I don't remember. It's, a, it's actually oh, Doctor Strange is another one. Doctor Strange. Who who else did we say? <laughs> I don't know. There's one missing. There's there's one missing. Uh, I'll find it. All right. Regardless, continue. Um, when we when we were playing it, I got to play as Black Widow, mm -hmm. and Black Widow guys is a monster. Okay. Uh, she has this one ability. Uh, she's that, literally insane, guys. Yeah, she's she's literally <laughs> I'm broken. Not lying. Uh, she has these at the start of the game. She gets Scarlet three. Witch. Oh, Scarlet Witch. Yeah, Scarlet yeah. Witch. Uh, at the start of the game, she gets three covert ops, and that allows her to activate by pitching one. And you get to activate. Look at the top three cards, and if there is no no, if there There's is. No Okay, yeah. If there's no upgraded abilities in there, you can go search for one and put it into your hand. Correct. Yes. 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 And then, uh, but the other one is if there is a an upgrade in there, then you can put them back in any, any order, order that yeah. you want. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so then that way it makes it to where it's like, all right, next turn I can draw that card that I needed. Mm -hmm. Right. So the card that I want to go over buffs that passive. Mm -hmm. So it makes it to where. You still have those three covert ops, but whenever you play a hero or an ability upgrade, you now get to draw a card. So let's say after the first time that you search for your upgraded covert or your upgraded passive ability, Red Room Training, I think is what yeah, it's called. Yeah, Red Room Training, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> once you upgrade that, and now you still have two more. So in your next turn and on the next turn, you can go search for another one. So now you're deck thinning, yeah. and then when you play it, you now draw a card. Yeah, yeah. So it's now just taking a sw And not to mention, you start your turn drawing a card. So yeah. now you're drawing two cards, deck thinning by one in between. Yeah. And the, the card is just stupidly broken because you get three of those covert ops at the start. And if there's the off chance, Dan, the off chance that you open up with the Red Room Training upgrade. Yeah. And you drop that, and then you're like, now I got three covert ops. I'm going to deck them three times, you know, throughout the course of the game, and then draw three. Well, that could be more than three cards that you're drawing because all your other ones that you could be getting, yeah. all the <laughs> upgrades. Yep. And so after you have it, there's seven more upgrades that you could do. So that's going to be drawing you a bunch of assuming cards. It was assume, assuming you had a. Uh, Assuming you have the resources to play those cards from hand. Yeah. But with Covert yeah. Ops, you could spend one of those to play one of those from your hand for yeah. free. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So it, it's it's another way to just be like getting free uh, stuff. Yeah. 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 It's pretty um, nuts. Black Widow is was broken. <laughs> we came to the conclusion early on that mm -hmm. Black Widow was busted. Or let's say you get the nuts, right? You you get rid of a covert ops. Uh, to play the red room for free, oh, yeah. right? Or you pay the two to play. I forget how much the upgrade is. I, and think, then, I think it was two. I can't remember. And then you could play another one the same turn to then be able to draw a card or mm -hmm. then play it for free. Yeah. It's 
it's so stupid for Black Widow, right, as mm-hmm. a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just wanted to go over how broken it is. But as a first and as as a game as a whole, So Wild is uh, yeah, so definitely. Good. And So Wild yeah. is inside the uh, the Black Widow deck as well. Mm-hmm. So. Yep, So Wild is a very good card in all of Dice Throne. Yeah. Um, if you haven't yet, um, we did an unboxing of Marvel Dice Throne over on our oh, YouTube yeah. channel. You can go check that out if you want. Um, but uh, Mar- we we streamed, actually, we did stream us playing that game. Yeah, twice. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I played Scarlet Witch first time. I hated it. And then I played... Oh, yeah. Then you played <laughs> Black, uh, Widow. Black Widow. And then I think I played Scarlet Witch the second time. Uh, you I played think. Loki. I played Loki. I played Loki one of the times. Oh, oh wait, I played Loki yeah, and Doctor Strange. I played yeah, Loki yeah. and Doctor Strange. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you want to check, if you want to check out some gameplay, you can go check that out when oh, we yeah, streamed we it. Those, we got the VOD. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So that was a lot of fun. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So so wild is this week's card of the week. We got a another card from a different game. Um, oh man. And uh, want 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 to want to continue to feature other card games on the card of the week. Yes. So all right. Gentlemen, ladies, and everyone, thank you so much for being here. It was a lot of fun. Um, but you know what? Before, before we finish up here, I want to kick it to you. Uh-oh. What do you guys think? What's a proxy? What, <laughs> what's a proxy? But also, what's your opinion on investors, yeah. on investors in the card game space? Do you think they're good for the games? Yeah. Do you think they're bad for the games? And if you, whatever you think, yes or no, let us know your reasons. Hit, let us know your reasons. Shoot us an email or leave a comment mm-hmm. down below if you're watching on YouTube. Um, let us know. Very interested to know what uh, what your opinion is um, in the investor space. Mm-hmm. And um, just remember, if you're against investors and you leave a comment down there, we will ignore it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Those are the ones I want to read. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Uh, the ones that don't agree with me, that's where I want to engage yeah, the most. Yeah, yeah. If they agree, If you agree with me, great. Like I'll be like, cool, awesome. Um, but it's just, I like having that back and forth with mm-hmm. people I disagree with mm-hmm. just to kind of get their take, you know, yeah. kind of get their take and Understand learn a different and, le- and also learn a little bit too of, you know, mm-hmm. where I might be wrong too. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, definitely. So, but before we get out of here, Jim, where can people find you on the internet? Oh yeah. You guys can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Jim Morgan HNH. You guys can find me on Twitter at underscore DJ Campbell and on Instagram at daniel.g.campbell. If you head over to our website, www.hobbiesandhappiness.com, you find links to all of our social content and social platforms there. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I need to update that website, but we'll get into that later. Uh, so thanks, everybody, for being here. Again, check out our website. You can find links to everything there. Um, and you know what? Before we get out of here, I want to I, I wanna start kind of saying our little our hashtag, you know, play happy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, uh, we are a channel that is all about the hobbies, but also the happiness. Okay. And hopefully you can tell we have a great time (laughs) whenever we're talking and playing these games. Um, and you know what? I want you all to remember, don't, don't forget, have a good time and play happy. I mean, maybe not like all the time, Dave, there's some (laughs) salty moments, (laughs) even those salty moments. I'm sort I'm still, I'm still having a good time. It's fun afterwards. right? It is. It really (laughs) is because honestly, like it's fun afterwards having those conversations. Right. And then you making fun of me and then I just end up laughing about it anyway. And what's more fun is is like the day after, the week after. I'm like, yeah, I was being a little salty, but it was fun. But it was fun, you know. It's 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 fun looking back on those moments and those. Ask permission to play the (laughs) to to win win the the game. game. Yeah. (laughs) 
Classic Jim. So, it is. It hundred percent is classic Jim. So all right. Well, thanks everybody for being here. Um, and you know what? Play happy. Take care. <laughs> and and healthy. I don't know. <laughs>